All right, guys, welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today we have the number six ranked bantamweight in the UFC, Rob Font, who earned that ranking by absolutely dominating Marlon Marias in his last victory. He's also teammates with Calvin Cater, who's been on the podcast two times and is fighting Max Holloway coming up. Uh, Rob is just an absolute beast in the octagon, seems like a great guy. So I wanted to have him on the podcast and get to know him a little bit better. Uh, for you guys listening on the audio platforms, we are posting these nine hours early on YouTube. So make sure that you sign up, well not sign up, but subscribe to YouTube and click the bell if you want to get these podcasts nine hours early. And the reason that we're doing that is we're incentivizing our YouTube uh, followers to leave comments, let us know what they think. This is how we can find out how to make the show better, who to bring on the show, how things are going. We love interacting with you guys. So just remember that, guys, for on the audio platforms. We are nine hours early on YouTube. All right, so let's talk to Rob. Rob, welcome to the show. Oh, man, thank you for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. Man, I appreciate you being on. Congratulations, man. What a huge win you just had. Appreciate that. Man. Hell yeah, man. I, uh... Felt good, man. It's been it's been a while since I've been in that cage, so it definitely felt good to get in there and get out. But uh, yeah, I can't complain, man. Excited about that one. Yeah, the fast ones are always good, man. And like, it's a beautiful fight, man. Just absolutely beautiful. Your hands, your striking. It seems like you New England cartel guys are working on your striking quite a bit. You guys got some sharp hands, oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we live in we live in the damn boxing gyms. We're always in and out of the boxing <laughs> gyms in in New England. You know, all the way from like again from Maine all the way down to Rhode Island. We really get out there and you know try to get some of the best sparring as possible. And you know, it's paying off. You know, we really do focus a lot on boxing. Um, obviously, kickboxing and everything as well. But like, I think we naturally just box a little better. I don't know. And the Muay Thai too, man. You snuck in some elbows there. You know, it's it, it, sometimes people don't think so much when like they're getting over overwhelmed so if someone's coming at them and they're getting overwhelmed or you're the one in this case overwhelming somebody else and you're trying to finish them yeah. and you're just trying to you know get out of there and you just throw punches and go crazy like i used to do um you know it shows your <laughs> fight iq when you like stop and think and you're like okay so i'm throwing some punches it's effective but if i drop some elbows that could be more effective and yeah. you make that decision in such a split like under such pressure and yeah. then you do it and land them so beautifully man i, I gotta say that was yeah. that was impressive i'm a, a muay thai guy so i i, I love seeing that appreciate it man. yeah and I, I you know obviously we do a lot of uh you know i've seen elbows with my mom my uh my thai trainer but we we do the same amount of elbows on the ground as well we try to get obviously from guard half guard and obviously standing over top kind of in that butterfly position but uh it's it's weird how like it's basically the same exact setup from standing to the bottom. It's just if you don't see it in the, like you said in mid transition of fighting, it's hard to get there. But the moment he touched my head, I was like, there it is. And I just yeah. let it rip and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm glad I landed it because it finally slowed him down. Man, <laughs> I uh, I was sitting there like, what's going on? What do I got to hit this guy? Yeah, you seem composed, I, man. I guess I'm gonna hit him with the elbow and he just he just flattened out. But um, yeah, man, it's uh. It's yeah, <laughs> those things are fun to throw when you get a chance that you find a good, you know, obviously you, you play real nice in the gym, but when you get a chance to throw, man, it's yeah. just, it feels amazing. Man. If, it's, if it's how I remembered it, man, I think you popped him hard and put him down and then he just kind of like came right back up like a zombie. Like he, it, like it was like, he was coming right back in the game. Like his no eyes rolled back, nothing, just like completely coming back. And then you had to pop him, pop him again, I think, and then land that elbow. And then, and then he was done after that, dude. He was like. It yeah. was just like night and day difference. He, he came back. He came in and out at least three times. Yeah, like, but like he came out, out. Yet. It wasn't even yeah. like like the first time he came out. It was like it was like nothing happened. He came out. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he was ready to come back and fight. It was crazy. I was like, dude, the fuck out of here. You were probably like, what the man. fuck, dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so like I got to ask you, I mean, obviously, you know, tough fights, not tough. Fight, well, they're all tough fights, but higher profile fights, less high profile fights. Um, you know, you always have your best case scenario. I know you probably, over, you know, analyze the fight in your head and, and, and you probably have the fight a thousand times during training when you're running on the treadmill, when you're thinking about it at night, whatever the case. I used to do that as well. Was this a best case scenario? Was this pretty much like when you envision the best case scenario throughout your camp? Is this pretty much how it went like this? Yeah, no, definitely. I figured, I figured, I knew for sure it was going to be a tough round, the first round. I yeah. knew that was going to be that mistake. Let's just get through the first round, either on the ground or standing, um, and then try to push more, obviously, towards the second round for the finish, you know, and then, like, um, 
I figured I if you know, obviously I'm not gonna try to lose the first round, but I figured it would be the toughest round that right. he has. And then from there, the second round, I, I feel like obviously like, you know, i will be a little more more warmed up. I know he's gonna be tired. Um obviously again I'm just I'm just predicting I'm you know, um, speculating or whatever. And then I'm thinking, you know, get in there and then start really touching him come the second round. And you know, I the moment he shot, I was like, I know he doesn't want to stand. All right, that's yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> and like, all right, this guy's already shooting. So I'm like, all right. So, but then like he started getting tired. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's on top of me right now. He's technically winning this fight and he's breathing hard. I'm like, and he hasn't really hit me with much. And I, I'm not having to get any damage. I'm like, just get up and go straight at him. And then like the first combination I hit him with, he just started wobbling. I was like, all right. And it was like, I, I snuck in a left hook. I'm like, all right. He's definitely not doing this for two more rounds. So I'm still thinking bigger picture. I'm like, I'm just just keep going because he can't do this. And then it just everything I hit him with was just accurate and it landed. So it was, I didn't need the whole. But yeah, nah, we figured it'll be second round, third round, first round. Was yeah, like, let's go money. Like I was like, yeah. money, I can't, you know, like I'm not gonna <laughs> complain about that. But the way we drew it up would be at least in the third round for sure, second round. But you know, we we got in there. And, me and everything again everything it just worked perfect because everything i touched him with was hurting him and it was accurate and it wasn't like and i wasn't like you know overdoing it you know what i'm saying to the point where i kind of kept doing that for for definitely five more rounds i'm five more minutes for sure you know like it was like two it wasn't like i was sitting there just getting to the crazy bro i was just sitting back and just touching them everything i touched them with was hurting them so like I'm in control. I could do this for two more rounds for sure definitely five more rounds there's no way you can keep up with this and we didn't need it, and you know, like yeah. I said, the perfect world. We got him out of there, but we definitely figured it'd be second, third round. Yeah, and then you might have answered it, but what, uh, what was the thing that surprised you the most in the fight, and what was the thing that you expected the most that you kind of prepared for, and it actually happened? We knew he was going to be bigger. You know, first time I was like, "Damn, he's big!" And then I yeah. saw that like, he's kind of big. You know, <laughs> we knew he was kind of big. We knew he was going to be strong, um, and you know, it was going to be a hard tough round the first round um was surprised how quick he shot i guess i was like oh, all right he didn't think it was really quick me right, shoot that right, quick exactly um and then even on top i could feel like i didn't want to rush because i could feel the high level of jiu-jitsu but he didn't want to like really strike it was just like i could feel like he's he, he's solid i can't give up anything you know so just don't give up your neck don't give it back just come up and um you know so we knew that we knew it was gonna be on the ground we knew it was gonna be strong obviously quick but I guess I would say it was just anything that's going to shoot that fast. And then what we also kind of knew that he eventually will get tired. And we just, but it's just, I think that my, our confidence went through the roof when I heard him, like, literally, yeah. or even on top of my, like, he's fucking tired. Like, all right. Yeah. Like, I, got, I got like extra gas from there. I was like, this is crazy. Like, it's a good feeling. get up. And I'm like, it's only been two minutes. I'm like, it's only been two minutes. And it's not, and it's been, it, we haven't even got to any like real scrambles. It's kind of been like, real slow, like almost like, like a like a grappling match, you know, it was yeah. sort of like a slow, like not much going. He threw a couple punches, but it wasn't like that. And he's breathing on. I'm like, all right, get up. Just I, I know if I could just get up, touch the body a couple times. He's going to slow down. Those 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 big shots are not going to be that heavy anymore. Just and then get to the second round and really pushing on him. But we got the 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 the, the hook landed and then the uppercut went through. And I was like, I said, just keep going. And from there, just that killer instinct over and i just went to hit him with everything i had and we put him away loved it man loved it and then uh you know so so after the fight i heard an interview and you said something about a lot of your friends or, or people that you knew were like don't take this fight or why would you take this fight or it's a tough fight why would you put yourself in that position what how, how did this fight yeah. happen like like how did how did who made this fight did the ufc come to you and, and offer it to you or did you have a choice or did you ask for it like like no, what, so what, they, they they came at us they uh they're like hey um, I just came off for surgery. Uh, I'm sorry, rehab. Did the uh, whole re rehab. We, we, you know, got it cleared by the doctor. My manager, Coach um, Tyson, he, he reached out to Sean. Like, hey, we got we got the clearance. Uh, Sean was like, all right, perfect. You know, congrats. Um, we'll reach back out to you. We're going to the fight. And then I'm thinking it's going to be someone closer to my, my ranking. And then he said, hey, what about uh, Marais? I know he's coming off the loss, but it's a big name. I know you guys want a big name. And they were like, hell yeah, he's gonna take the fight coming off a of TKO. I'm like, shit, let's go, like, let's do it. And I was like, and then obviously, you know, um, me and Tyson thought it was a great idea. And then everybody else was kind of like, oh, hold up, wait, you know, I got yeah, their yeah, opinions. And they're like, 
you know, you're coming off of ACL surgery. Let's get they're talking like it's a boxing match. Let's, yeah. get, let's get up a oh, warm up fight. I'm like, who the fuck is a warm up fight in the UFC? Like, there's no way. Like, I, yeah, I'm either gonna get knocked out by the number three guy or number twelve guy. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, they're all tough. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. I don't. I don't see it that way. Like I, I guess on the local scene, you know, even boxing, you can get away with that. But that doesn't. That doesn't. It doesn't fly that like this, you know. Um, so you know, it was just kind of was frustrating. But it was like, you know, I, I know for a fact, like these guys is just saying it. And they don't really know or have an opinion or know why I shouldn't be, shouldn't be taking this fight. They just they hear Marlon Moraes. It is a scary name. They're like, wait a minute, hold up, year off, you haven't fought, surgery. In my mind, I'm thinking like, bro, like it's not like I forgot how to fight. I got yeah, a brand exactly. new knee. You know, saying it's a huge opportunity. It's not like my knee still messed up. It's brand new. It's yeah. Like, it's a, there's no, there's nothing wrong with it. You feel me? Like if anything, all the mental stuff, it was like in the in the in the locker room. I'm sorry, in the weight room and like you know doing that stuff, like the single leg jumps and in in the in the box jumps and the weights, like you know, and, and like testing it out there. Like fighting was like you know, or even getting back to practice was like it was like I got out of jail. It was like it was like it was fun. Like. All the mental at my shore, not that was all through like the running and the cutting and the jumping. Like once I was able to do that, I was like, oh, I mean, fighting is easy. So yeah. I was like, once I got out there, it was like it was never a thought of that. So you you have people that never had ACL surgery telling me that I'm gonna be thinking about my ACL surgery during the fight. Fight. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I know, like like all right, cool. So like whatever, man. Like but you know, even had a high level guy tell me like, I need to take an easier fight. This is this is kind of crazy. You guys are jumping at it too much. I'm like, fuck that. Like, let's sign the dot. Me, my, me, it's like it's like me, my manager, and obviously like Calvin and my girl. Like, these motherfuckers are crazy. Just take the fight. We're gonna take the fight. Like, let's get after it. And exactly what we did. And we went out there and you know, like I said, we put on the show. I felt like um, it was a dominant win. I showed them saying like, uh, you know, you could take me down, but I'm gonna eventually get up. And again, if I put my hands on anybody in the 35 division. I'm knocking them out. And I just, I just, I'm just confident in that. Like, like there was like, there's the moment I got up, I was like, just go at him. Like, you're going to touch him with whatever and just, he's going to feel it. And, and then he's you, showing up. So like, it's not like I'm just like making this up. Like I, I felt it. Like the moment I got up, like I just got, and it was, I just touched him with jabs. Yeah. Imagine if I really put these jabs together and, and, good one. and these combinations and then put, putting together knees and elbows behind some type of kicks. It's like, again, like I hit and I'm too accurate. And again, like for some of these dudes and, and again, like I'm not taking a lot of damage. So I'm not like, I didn't like, you know, I'm not coming off of four or five back to back, like crazy, crazy, uh, you know, like knockout bomb burners. You know I'm, I'm, I'm getting older, but my, 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 I guess you would say my, my cage age is pretty young because I'm not getting in these crazy-ass fights. And, um, you know what I'm saying? The way I'm looking at it, I took a year off. But she has a year of me not getting hit. That's right. a year of me, you know, healing up all my little injuries, my little hands and everything. So, like, I came back and got in and got out. It's like, let's keep this ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? I want another tough fight, you know? So, we're in a, we're in a good spot. We got options. We just got to, like, we just got to take advantage of them. You know how it is. They, they come and go so fast. So yeah. We just got to take advantage of these big fights and these big wins. And just keep building off of the, the big ones, you know. Yeah, and I and I see this as a classic risk uh, to success scenario. And what I mean is, you know, it seems like most of the time when you hear of successes, there was risk involved. And when you hear of successful people, they took major risks. And I think you took a risk in taking this fight, and and now you propelled yourself in your career to a whole new level. And and a lot of people, yeah. like when I was coming up, just to make it. Uh, a little bit more for the people that are more the newer the fans that don't know how it was when I was coming up a fight like this was a lot safer you know what I mean like you fight a big name guy you lose you win you still fought a big name guy as long as you do good you're okay you're still up there you know you don't lose much right but now yeah. the divisions are so freaking stacked and there's so many fighters even if you had a loss to Marias it's not like you would have dropped down one or two. You could have just dropped completely down. I mean, you could have got yeah. completely like knocked off the ladder and had to climb yeah. back up. So it technically was yeah. a risky move for you, even though like yeah. in my my generation or my you know, my era, it, it wouldn't have been as much of a risky it. move. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it was definitely a risk, um, you know. But you know what it is like. I, I I always felt like since I even got into the UFC, there's been like everyone's always a risk. Like you know, especially now that's yeah. all about cutting people, man. Yeah, it's like every fight Absolutely. feels like it's, it's like this is like the last one you know so you better perform and you know again i just like 
that's just what it is, what we do, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like everyone is that high pressure feeling. So it's like, you almost get used to it. Like you're always like just walking on that tightrope the whole time, you know, you're just always there. And that's kind of like what you deal with and what we do, you know, in fighting. Cause you know, like shit, this, this, this game's brutal, man. This game is definitely yeah. brutal. So it's like, you better take advantage of every single opportunity because you know, you know, you don't, you don't get them often. Yeah, and I'm not comparing myself to you at all. Just a couple of similarities that I wanted to talk about um, because I went through some certain things. After your fight, you were very emotional, and, and that I understand. Yeah. Many fighters are emotional after fights, especially after big fights. I totally understand that. But a question I have yeah. for you is, have you ever used emotion before a fight? Like, have you ever got emotional before you walked out? Because, like, for me, every single UFC fight, I always walk into the bathroom stall, and then I think about kind of what brought me to that point. And, and, you know, yeah. all the steps that I took, all the ups, all the downs, all the sacrifices. And I get to a point where I have, like, literally tears in my eyes, man. And I walk out. And, and, yeah. and you wouldn't tell from the way I fought. But a lot of those those walkouts, man, I was, like, fighting tears back from emotion. And I'm just wondering, because you were emotional afterwards, have you ever had emotions before a fight? Like, fire. Like, th that type of fire before. This one, this one felt different, man. This one just felt different. Like, this was the first time I really felt it like that. And it was like, I couldn't even hold it back. It was, I don't know, man. Like it was just like a relief, like just like a big relief off my shoulder, like a, like uh, I don't know. It's crazy, and I couldn't explain it. Like it was like all the, like you said, everything just hit me out at one time. The re yeah. recovery, the rehab, like like everybody telling me I shouldn't be taking this fight. This is like one of the, probably the scariest dudes I could potentially be fighting. You know, yeah. like it, it's just like it was just like it just felt like a lot, and then I finally got there, and it was just over. And it was just like. What the hell just happened? You know, yeah, so yeah. Just like, and then I got the camera in front of me, and then like, obviously, you envision this playing out, but then when it's actually playing out, exactly what you thought. Yeah, so exactly. You, so I want to, you know, I want to be at the camera guy. I want DC talking to me. I want, you know, saying so, like that's what. And then it's happening. It's just like it's, it's just felt so good, and then it took so long to get that feeling back. You know, like it was just, I just like, you don't know, it was just, it just felt great. It just wasn't, I don't know, it was the first time I've ever like really, really felt that way, like. It just it was just like that happy spot where it was so like like warm and just felt good. I just, just started crying, man. I couldn't hold it back. Emotions but, uh, powerful, you know, man. In a good way though. Yeah, in a good way that's where like it, it's like almost motivating. Like, yeah. Like I want that feeling again. I want to repeat that feeling again because there's no better feeling of, of of like like you said throwing it all out there, sacrificing, you knowing you're getting in there with some of the, one of the best guys in the world and in like. Not only winning the fight, but finishing and finishing the in the first round in an impressive fashion, and to the point where, like you 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 called it not called it, but like you called it mid like in the fight, like I right, just get up, and go straight at him, like, and knowing that that that's what got the job done. At the same time, listening to 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 the coaches on the on the come up, you know what I'm saying? Like we would step by step do this, do that, do this, come up, protect your neck, now go, and it was just like perfect. All I had to do was go out there, listen trust myself and everything that we, we preach and I tell like even like my younger fighters or or people I train and it's, it's like it's like it's true like just you just got to believe in yourself because I could have like you know saying been like oh here we go again with a bad attitude you know these guys don't want to fight with me and I could have like because you know so I've seen guys like oh they don't want to stand with me and then just stay there like oh just get up like if yeah. they don't want to stand with you, you got to get up and then get yeah. up and make them stand with you and you know it'll just yeah, like that. It was like, here we go. This opportunity, we're not gonna let it slip out of our hands because a couple of takedowns and this guy doesn't want to fight. It doesn't matter what he wants to do. It's kind of what you want to do. Go out there and make it happen. Yeah, we made it happen. Yeah, emotion's very strong, man. And there's nothing uh, better to tell you you're about to do something big or that you just did something big than emotion. I mean, your body doesn't lie. So yeah. it's like, a, you know, that that's a good way of like, like letting you know, letting you know what's up. I'm um, going kind of off the emotion thing. You know, a lot of fighters stay calm before a fight, like be it fight week or whatever the case. And then they get amped up right before they either walk out or on the way to the, you know, different, different times they decide to get amped up before the fight actually starts. What do you do to stay calm during fight week? And then what do you do to get yourself kind of like, either amped up or in that that fight mode that you carry into the into the octagon and actually start fighting yeah I, you know so i just you know we just really just kick it and bullshit relax, around yeah. the whole like fight we try to keep it super relaxed keep it chill you know before it we, depending on where we're at we'll either see you know the town we're in hit the movies go around nice. shop the malls obviously now it's different with the with the pandemic so it's kind of like trying to get creative and figure out you know 
games or, or, or things to watch or audio books or something, something to listen to. You're trying to keep your mind off the, off the fight. Um, and then for me, it's kind of like it's it's trying to stay calm the whole time until we get to like the locker room. Right. And from there, amping it up because yeah. like I, I don't like being up and down, up and down, up yeah. and down. So I'm trying to stay calm the whole time and then start amping it up as with my warm up and start getting a little, you know, a little, little, little more, a little more antsy, a little more. A little more pop on the pads, a little more, uh, you know, quicker with the sprints, and then as we get closer to the fight, and then, and then I bring it not down, but I kind of like try to stay like almost like like 60% as I'm walking out, and then once I get in there, it's like let's just go, and then from there it's all because um, even then, like once you get in, it still feels like it's taking forever just to, for them to say go, you know. So like yeah. once I get in, I walk out, get in there, I'm staying calm, staying calm, trying not to overdo it, and then just slowly just kind of take off and just try to like push the whole time you know never really pull back from there like, i feel like the moments i have pulled back and tried to do less i always lost and just wanted to keep pushing just keep pushing just keep yeah. pushing and from there it's like you know like i really do feel like you know if you're you know you're constantly just kind of pushing a pace and doing what you want to do and being offensive instead of just being defensive and kind of holding back like you know a lot more happen a lot a lot more opportunities a lot more happens for you um, obviously, again, there's risk. Cause again, you're doing this with some of the best guys in the world, so you're going to get hit. And just how do you? You just gotta stay calm and just you know relax and deal with the, with the with the, the strikes. But yeah, no, I just I I just try to stay calm as possible throughout the whole process. And then once I get in there, just pick it up, have fun, and just relax, listen to my corner, and just yeah. react and have nice. fun. And from there, you know, like you know, it's gonna it's gonna work out or not, and yeah. you gotta figure it out. As, as it happened, then you ask me, you got to just make it happen and play, you know, almost almost like freestyle and, and, and just ad lib and just make things happen because, you know, like, you know how it is. You drop a game plan, and the moment you get in there, it's completely switched. Like, I would have never figured he was shot in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, like you know, it's just, just, it wouldn't have, have I wouldn't have wrote, written that down, but things happen and then, you know, you got to adjust. And, you know, that's the best thing about MMA is like, it's like, you know, you, you draw it up in your head and it can go completely the other way, good or bad. And it's just you got to you know how to react to that and have answers for all, everything, basically. And I don't think anybody outside of the sport of MMA, um, I mean, maybe boxers, some other combat athletes, but definitely in MMA. When, when, when you fight and you have all this on the line like this and you're so nervous before fight, I don't think anyone can really understand that feeling you just had when the fight's over. And, and it's almost like disbelief. Like you can't even like like for me it was like almost like disbelief like is this shit really over like is this is it is it like am I done like I don't have to fight anymore <laughs> like I can like go back to my corner and then I'm gonna get my hand raised and go back to the locker room yeah. it's a crazy feeling like, right <laughs> yeah. especially against a, such a big opponent it's like it's like for me it's like I, it doesn't seem real I gotta like I gotta watch it like a yeah times like oh all right. Crazy. Like, all right oh I did hit him with this like because. Like, even when it's happening, you don't even like really know what's going on. Yeah. You see the replay, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, it was a, a right hand, not the left hook. I thought it yeah, was the left yeah. hook." And you know, it's just like it doesn't seem real. Then obviously, you just, the obviously, especially now, they're just trying to get you through, so they're shuffling you through fast. And then like it didn't hit you, so I get to the bath, yeah. I'm back to the room, I'm, I take a shower, I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. what just happened?" You know what I'm saying? And then you sit there, you obviously your phone's just blowing up. Yeah. You go back and watch the replay. I'm like, oh man, all right, cool. Then it's just like, for me, it's all right. Oh yeah, it's about to get harder now. Now it's just everything's gonna get harder from here. You know what I'm saying? Because now again, like I said, I'm in there. I just beat off the number, beat three guy, number three, rank three guy in the world. You know, now you're talking big fights, man. Tough fights, yeah. veterans, ex champs. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, here we go. This, you know, this is what you asked for. Like, let's like now, my mind, like, what do we gotta do to get? better yeah. how can we make that performance get better like what do we got to do to mentally be better mentally be stronger you know um how can we make fight week a little smoother how do we and then from there it's like it's just like the, the, the shit just starts all in the roller course starts all over again because again like i said now i get the opportunity to maybe fight a guy like jose aldo tj dillashaw yeah. you know cody garbrandt these are yeah. big names big fighters these guys i watched you know yeah. what I'm saying coming up and and um, you know, I'm now I, I could put myself into that that talk and that mix, and you know, it's like, all right, here we go, right back to the camp, right back to it, and then I got to come back, and it's like, you know, I got Calvin Cater, he's got Max Holloway, another yep. big fight, so I'm like, I'm right back into it, you know, so it's like, it's like good problems, you know, it's like good problems like to have, and it's it's, but it's like, you just know, like, oh shit, here we go, it's it's, it's gonna be anything from here out, it's gonna be 
harder and tougher, faster, bigger, stronger, all that. But that's the best part about it. Now you get to rise to that occasion and get you better tighten up and get you rise to the occasion, you know, and get faster, quicker, stronger, smarter, or or just you know, be in better conditioning or whatever it may be to figure out how you win this fight. But there's there's something out there that you got to do, and then it'll 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 pop its head out during the fight. Yeah. And if you, you just got to adjust to it quick, and then whatever that may be, you got to find it and keep going with it. And that's the hardest part about what we do is like you know you never know till fight night. So I mean, it's never that simple, like 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 a, almost like a basketball game or a football game. You kind of like predict what you got to do to kind of win. Like with this shit, it's like maybe you know good luck is kind of like you'll find out come fight night. So I'm excited. Well, I'll tell you, man, like coming up with AKA, uh, you know, alongside so many champions and so many superstars and watching how they did, I, I think you're going to be just fine, man, because you, you took a big risk going in there with Marias and you couldn't perform better. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about you, uh, you uh, getting in there with some tougher guys and, and for, you know, freaking out and, and, and letting that pressure get to you. So I definitely don't think that's going to be an issue. All right, guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast, but I got to thank our sponsors, our first being Manscaped, the official trimmer of the UFC, and now the official trimmer of the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast, and yours truly, precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And now you can save 20% and get free shipping by entering code QUICK at checkout at manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. And even better news, now Manscaped is available in Europe, Canada, and Australia. So any of those places you can order Manscaped from manscaped.com, enter code QUICK and get free shipping and 20% discount. And when you use code QUICK, that lets them know I'm doing my job. The podcast is doing its job. They're getting all these orders from code QUICK and they're like, wow, that podcast is doing amazing for us. So it's a win-win for the podcast. It's a win-win for you saving 20% and getting free shipping. So go order yours today. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by AKA Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort in Phuket, Thailand. You can go to akathailand.com right now and save 30% on all pre-booked group training packages a week, a month, three months, six months, a year with no expiration date. So you can book now and use it at Anytime in 2020, what's left a couple of days of 2020, you can't actually use it in 2020. You can use it in 2021, 22, 23, whenever you can. We actually can get you special visas to bring you here for three months. Uh, it is with a quarantine, but we can get you here as of right now. They are allowing people for most countries. So email us and then we can let you know all the details. Info at akathailand.com. We'll let you know all the details about the packages, the prices. Uh, we can customize a package for you, a travel package, and we can give you the details on uh, what the rules are for your country. So check that out. Go to akathailand.com. Save 30%. If you're not familiar with the gym, you haven't seen the commercial, here it is. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on Obviously, another thing that wasn't an issue was the the what seemed like not an issue to me in your fight. Obviously, was the COVID situation. How was that for you fighting under all these new regulations? Um, it obviously didn't seem like much in the ring, but uh, was there anything that was uh, you know complicated or or kind of negative about the whole thing, or was it just another day in the office? No, I mean, just yeah, no, it was you know obviously less media, um, no open workout, so it was less to do during fight week. Um, the fight camp went smooth you know we, we were kind of a small team anyways and we yeah. kind of we bring in you know like the boxing sparring we'll bring in the muay thai sparring and then we'll either you know but even with that like we, we just we just got a, a warehouse and we just do up a cage and it's kind of trying to mimic that quiet 
low key. Oh, nice. Um, not many people into the into the in the arena type thing. Good Basically, thinking. the only thing that kind of stopped with us was the, the big like sparring days. You know, that big like Saturday where everybody just kind of meets up. So that that kind of stopped. Um, and then the big like you know jitsu days where you just everybody meets up and just rolls and just everybody links up, wrestle, kind of grapple. So those two days stopped. But for us, it was like we would go to a boxing gym twice a week spar there and then for like first couple weeks and then we'll bring the mma guys in to the warehouse and we'll do more uh, mma sparring um so sparring was easy the, the the mma and slash like bjj drilling that was just like just get two guys together meet up at the mats and just just drill you know that was always kind of like how we did it anyways um only thing like i said it was just i didn't get those like long rolling days just straight rolling um or just sparring with different people throughout the day it was just it was two or three guys we link up get the work in and then get out so that's the only thing that changed as far as camp um as far as like the the fight week it was it felt simple i, I did it twice with calvin so you know i got to do it when he right. fought with uh when that's he true. fought jeremy stevens and he, when he fought um dan ege so i kind of had an idea how would fight week would be how would the walkout would be so i had an idea of the food everything so it, was, it felt normal i guess you could say um you know, I've said because obviously getting the experience and, and, and watching Calvin out, he did it. And then as when I, as I got out there, it was the only thing I can remember it really was just the cage was definitely a little smaller. And um, yeah, that was it. After that was that. It was like, all right, let's fight. Let's get to it. But um, I think I was prepared. I think, um, you know, mimicking the, 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 the empty warehouse type thing and all the boxing gyms that we spar on there, it's always quiet. It's never like yeah. music on. Everybody kind of just stops. And just watch just sparring. Um, so it's always quiet in there. Um, yeah, I think honestly the only thing that's awkward is that walkout. You know, you hear that music yeah. drop. And it's like <laughs> so weird. <laughs> besides that, you know, like, everything was cool, man. I feel like I've done it. I've been there. And then again, like, it, it's, it's like just an like opportunity to get in there with a high-level guy like that. And and then, um, yeah, man, just getting the opportunity to, to fight and compete at the top of the world with some of the, some of the best guys out there. You know, you can't complain. No matter if it's... It was, you know, a thousand people in there or two, just just the opportunity there. So I was, you know, smiling and happy just to be able to do that. And then at the same time, get paid to do that, especially now the whole fucking pandemic and everything is kind of like, I can't complain at all, man. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking smiling right now, you know? Yeah, I hear you, man. And I commend you, man. Like, I, I just had a big rant on the media and I have to tell my side probably a little bit more later on. But um I had a little little rant on the media in my last little clip that I made on my, my podcast, but I commend you guys, man. Like, there's not enough press for you guys for going through what you're going through and going out there and fighting under these conditions yeah. and putting on these fights so we can sit at home and watch great fights like you yeah. and Marias and, and, and yeah. all these. So I commend you, man. And I, I, if no one else does, I'm definitely going to tell you that I appreciate and respect appreciate the hell out of you bro. guys for going out there and, and putting oh, these man. fights Thank on and, and not giving a shit about uh, the risk and not giving a shit about the quarantines man. and all the all the regulations and all the hoops you got to jump through, which is in an already extremely tough sport. Um, and, and now you just dominated Marias. Um when you do something like that, you can pretty much kind of call out anyone, and there's a chance you could fight that person. I mean, that's a great feeling. Uh, you chose to call out TJ nice. Dillashaw as one of them. Um, and just, just yep. you know, just just hypothetically, if you were to get a fight, say, uh, with TJ, you know, obviously it's a no-brainer, his ranking, his status, who he is. I mean, there's a lot of pluses that, that's obvious. Is there anything about the fight, like the, the actual physical fight that interests you that you want to challenge yourself against him with like is there is there anything in his style that, that that excites you and that you would like to get in there and challenge yourself and mix it up with him other than the ranking and the, and the, the profile yeah no nah, um all that's a bonus um you know for me i want to test myself against somebody that throws that much that much output you know yeah, he, he throws does. a lot you know he throws a lot he um but for me i see there's a lot of opportunities for me to sneak something in as well you know so he'll get out there he'll the output is going to be ridiculous from the kicks to, you know, the, the way he's putting together, he's the way he's putting together um, the hands with the kicks and the way he's switching stances. But, you know, I feel like, you know, like, like once I let lock in with my jab, like, I feel like I can shut a lot of that down. And I feel like he gets, he's been getting hit a little too much lately that like, I feel like if I land a combination, I'm going to be able to hurt him early. From there, again, he naturally, he just goes in and starts throwing more punches. I feel like once I hurt him, he's going to pick it up a little more, than, which then he's going to have more opportunities for me to counter him. And then I feel like if I can get my jab going, hurt him, and then 
counter off of his, you know, saying kind of like his his uh his attack. I feel like I'm I'll be able to put him away, and um, you know, again, so you know that that excites me. You know, fighting a guy like that, a veteran ex champ. Um, you know, I want to see how long I can hot test his cardio as well. You know, see how you know, like see how long he really can go. He's known for you know for his cardio. He's known for you know the being creative and putting up you know a lot of output. Let's see, you know, saying let's see how he does. You know, saying coming back off of what suspension off what he's coming back off. Right. Let's find out. And then um, I feel like I'm the guy to uh, to test him. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm you know my reach is going to give him problems. Um, you know, I feel like he's going to run into a lot of shops. He does he does land a lot, but I feel like he's going to run into a lot with me. And then um. Yeah, you know, again, like another big name going off of Marlon Rice, TJ Dillashaw. Like, you can't deny me a belt after that, you know, especially if I finish this guy the way I plan on finishing him. Yeah. And then if that and that fight doesn't happen, um, is there anyone else that you would you would like to fight that would excite you and why? If you could choose. I mean, you know, anybody in, in the division, obviously, I think realistically, TJ Jose Aldo is the one that are kind of, like, I guess, available. I'm not sure what. Cody Garbrandt is doing. I know he's trying to go to 25. Um, that's another name. Um, realistically, I'm thinking, you know, TJ, um, again, I don't know, obviously, God forbid anything does happen to, like, that Frank Yeager, Stan Hagen fight, I, would, I wouldn't mind jumping into that. But, again, like, that's, you know, that's not realistic. Um, I would say, yeah, TJ or Aldo. Um, hopefully, you know, TJ doesn't take it. We, we get the Aldo fight. And another, I can't complain having a, having options like that if either i'm fighting tj or all those like yeah. shit. all right cool that's two big names in my in my list anyway so like why not get in there and, and and um you know mix it up but i think those two the guys only that's realistic really and i know you said you'd be ready to fight again in march but you, since you're in shape right yeah. now and then you're, you're jumping in here with uh, calvin to get him ready for holloway is there any reason why you're waiting like you'd rather wait to march or would you still pr possibly take a fight before march if something came up interesting or someone backed out or you know these fights are people are backing out right and left yeah yeah definitely for sure yeah i'll definitely like say like because i know yeah i know jimmy rivera Pedro munoz is fighting as well i would love um you know if anything would happen to that I, i'll be a guy to fill in um you know if, if they quickly want to turn around and book a fight, I'd love to do that too. Um, I just figure let's get through, you know, Calvin's fight. I'll be ready, but let's get through Calvin's fight, get him a W, and then um, see what's next. But if they say, hey, we're fighting on the same night, then let's make it happen as well. You know, yeah, that's the best thing about the UFC that things like that happen fast, um, especially in the situation now with the pandemic. You seem like they're trying to put on the best fights out there right now, so. You know, you, you start with the chant the other day at 25. You fought and turned right back around and fought again. So, yeah, I mean, I could definitely be ready for that. Um, you know, but we'll see, man. It's, yeah. it's like it's like good options. I just feel like I'm in a good spot to where, you know, regardless of what happens, it's going to be a big fight. It's going to be it's going to be another big opportunity. I just got to like be ready for it, mentally ready for it, physically ready for it, and then go out there and have fun and again try to finish these guys i want to be known as a finisher and try to finish these guys and not just win the dub you know win the fight i want to finish these guys and get them and get them out there's no like maybe he won maybe he didn't uh you know he won that it, it was like impressively i want to do that impressively yeah i lo man i love seeing you guys when y'all jump up like you like you just did and and, and, and change your level and your ranking so fast and, and, and a single fight or a couple fights. What has it been like for your family and your friends? Like, like how is it with, with them now seeing you fighting at the top of the UFC? And, like, like that's got to be cool, man. Like, having them uh, watching yeah. you on TV. And, and now, obviously, you're going to be fighting, you know, huge fights. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, I've been getting a, a lot of support. It's uh, I'm just glad it's motivating for people. You know, they just, it's just like, they just get, I get a lot of messages like, bro, I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm just doing everything better. Like I'm just like yeah. my job's better because I, I get hyped up when you fight. Like it's like I'm, yeah. I'm in camp too, so I'm like my diet's better. I'm, I'm you know I'm a better dad. I'm taking I'm hanging out with my son more and like you know, I'm like all right, cool. Like, yeah, yeah. let's do this. Like it just feels <laughs> like I love like you know putting in my putting in the work and then getting recognition for the work even before I fight and just it's just see like how hard I work and then they're kind of like picking up on just trying to like, you know see work as hard as hard <clears throat> work as hard as they can as well and just like the small thing you know like every day like like i said just you know hustling harder at their job or or 
you know what I'm saying, getting that blue belt or whatever, like, and, and I'm seeing me, you know, doing what I do, which, you know, like, obviously, like, for me, it's easy, but for them, it's like, bro, like, you know, it's like watching you get ready for a fight camp is inspiring. I, nice, I, I did yeah. this, that, that, and it's just like, hell yeah, let's keep going. So, like, it makes <laughs> me want to, like, you know, get right back into it and get back to to work. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, like now it's just, I'm not, just, I'm not, I know why I'm doing it for myself, but then it's like, I got other people looking at me, or even got, like, students coming up to me saying, like, hey, I, I, all that thing you showed me the other day, it worked, and, like, I get to see you do it on TV, so it's yeah. like, I'm like, perfect, like, now I gotta live up to that, and so it's like, there's a lot that goes behind it, but it's like, it's like, good pressure, if that makes sense, and, yeah, no, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing but love, and I just want to keep, you know, obviously, trying my hardest to kind of keep that that momentum and that motivation and that and that you know that, that that whatever that good feeling is when you know like when, when you when you having success kind of just let it keep flowing as long as possible yeah. let's let's ride this thing out yeah, i gotta ask you real quick um because i don't know um you got into you started fighting in 2011 so you were like 22 yeah. 22 something yeah, like that yeah so so yeah. what did what did you do before that like when did you start in martial arts and then how did how did that uh how did that get into a point where you were fighting pro and then UFC? Yes, I was delivering pizzas going to just jiu-jitsu class at the time. Um, and then, um, well, actually, I was just delivering pizzas. And then I didn't even know about MMA or, or UFC or anything like that. And I delivered to a house. And they were doing, it was like a Saturday night. They had the the, the, the pay-per-view on. Um, I believe it was uh, BJ Penn versus George St. Pierre. Oh, wow. Um, and then um, they're so they they had that on, but they had they had the mats outside and they're kind of like rolling and you know, all the game. Cool. Like, what are you guys doing? And I I knew of boxing, obviously knew of like you know, obviously like the WWF wrestling, and then I knew of high school like college collegiate type wrestling. It's like oh, this is definitely not that. It's like what are you guys doing? Kind of broke it down. I I, I didn't know of MMA, but I kind of did. I, I just knew of like Chuck Liddell, and like uh, Tito Ortiz. That was it. I just yeah. but that was it. Like I didn't know anything <laughs> about it, and they kind of broke it down what MMA was, what the WC was, what UFC was, what, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu was. I'm like, all right, cool. And then, like, they they recommended a school, Gracie, it was Gracie Tampa out there in um, Tampa, Florida. And uh, and I was so, I was such a rookie, I thought I was out there about to go train with, like, Hoist Gracie. You know, I'm like, thinking, like, it's like, <laughs> and then once I got there, they kind of broke down to, like, the, the affiliate programs, the belt system, how it works, how MMA works, what no gi is, what gi is. So I just, from there, I just, got addicted really it was like i just started learning basically what jiu-jitsu was then what mma was then what obviously karate muay thai everything was and how to put it together and then then the different promotions you had the dub because then from there it was like i was just trying to watch that then you had the wc you had you know the smaller guys with favor and all those dudes and you yeah. had the ufc then you had the ultimate fighter show that was kind of like getting big at that time so i'm just i'm all over the place like what's going on and then yeah. it was just just trying to ca- almost catching up on on history and then yeah from there it was like i just i couldn't watch anything else but martial arts it was if it was on tv it was some type of martial art movie or, or fight quest or an old show or 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 whatever. And then if I wasn't, I was on YouTube watching Ramon yeah. Decker. It's like whoever I could get my hand on as far as kickboxing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, anything, any type of MMA, anything. I was, I was just watching um, Jitsu. And then from there, it was just like not stopping class, not stop learning it, not stop just hanging around, just guys that did it. And then from there, it was like just slowly getting into shape. And I'm like, checking out crossfit i'm checking out my diet i'm just trying to i'm slow just getting to everything like that and then for you know it just kind of took over like well, right to the point where I, I didn't even watch basketball or football no more it was just yeah that was it that's all i watched like it was it got almost like addictive like where again i was like that's all i did was just like just watch martial arts it didn't matter what kind of like it could be boxing it could be a rocky movie it could be blood sport it didn't matter <laughs> yeah. it was some type of martial art or, or fighting or or whatever um and then solid maybe year and a half two years of that i uh i moved up to boston mass and started training at city and it was just from there like i got around um a lot more other like professional fighters and then right. i was kind of like just the sparring partner i was just the sparring dummy i was just yep. like hey you come here you sit here you do this and i was i was loving it i was like hell yeah i was like <laughs> 
Yeah, I would, the sometimes I would just I would be at the gym for an hour, maybe do two rounds and just watch the rest. And I was like, All that right. was cool for me. I was like, I was good. Like, and I saw so just the sparring partner. I was decent, but it wasn't like I was just I was I couldn't blend it. Yeah, I was like decent striking, decent on the ground, just had no wrestling. So from there, I slowly started jobs getting better. And then before you know it, it was like, hey, when are you fighting? When do you want to fight? And that's all I want to hear. And then from there, just like I was like probably two years into training. And then we took our amateur fight, lost that amateur fight, got gassed. I beat this kid up for a round and a half, just beat him up, and then got gassed. And then from there, got a higher strength conditioning coach, and I was like, we just kept going. Went, we went three back to back from there. Um, then we made our pro debut, first round finishing in, in, in the, my pro debuts. Lost a, a second round, um, my second fight lost a decision and from there i racked off 10 in a row yeah, and it was nice. just it was like all right that's it let's just keep going and before you know it we get the call they wanted they call us uh, the fight uh, george roop um 24th of july uh july 20 2014 and it was like wait hold up who george roop like i was just watching I, was, I remember i was just like it felt like yesterday i was just watching him on the wc doing his thing and 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 again, I was. I'm, I still feel like a rookie. I still feel like I'm learning. I'm still like, still to this day, I'm, like, I'm still getting better. I'm like really yeah. understanding what an overhook and underhook is. It's like it's just <laughs> all right, cool. Let's do this. But like, yeah, I was like, okay, let's go, man. Like, we got the call, and then yeah, it just played out. But it, it kind of happened. All this kind of happened on accident. It was, I literally was just delivering pizzas, partying too much, bullshitting, talking about going back to school. It just really wasn't. And then, and then just like everything just stopped. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? It's like, it was like, yeah. oh, I found a whole new world. I was like, wait, what is this? Like, everything just stopped. Like, I wouldn't, I wasn't drinking no more. I wouldn't party no more. It was just like, any, it didn't even care about that. I was like, I got like five more DVDs to watch, and it was just like, I got to go over here, and this guy's sparring, and he wants to roll over here, and then like, I got to go run over here, and I'm checking out this new CrossFit gym, and it just, MMA just kind of just kept me just, it was so busy, I guess you would say, just. Before you know it, it was like four or five years later. I'm like, hey, now we got to fight because you do now you're just the sparring partner for everybody. Like, let's put this, put it to work. And it just kept, just kept flowing and kept rolling and, and you kept winning. And before you know it, we're getting amateur belts, pro belts, winning big fights, helping out with, you know, big names coming through and helping those guys get ready. And then, like, seeing that and inspiring with high level guys and seeing that. And I'm like, wait a minute, like, hold up. Like, all right, we got something here. And then, yeah having obviously the right people around my manager and coach tyson kind of pointing me in the direction of what to do what not to do and before you know it again we're now we're again now we're in that spot where again i'm like all right well now we're fighting and we're three guys in the road let's go out there and figure it out and then see what happens from here and now yeah. it's like a new chapter where like now we're fighting the top guys out there when we were just watching the top guys and now let's be a part of that Instead of watching it, let's just get out there and let's watch our replays instead of watching their replays and kind of like switching the mindset of like, all right, here we go. Like, it is what it is. You can fight these guys. You've been watching for a while instead of, you know, trying to study them and, and, and watch their replays to study ourselves and, yeah. and like, and be a big fan of your of yourself instead of being a fan of them. And, yeah. and, and again, like, let's try to like watch your replays and like, let's get on ESPN instead of watching these guys on ESPN and, and kind of like, owning up to that and taking that and, and really believing like, Hey, you're going to knock out mom rise. I know you watched them. I know you learned a lot from them. And that was cool. And you might even, you might even took a picture with him. That's, that's all great. You know that, but go out there and knock this dude out. And, yeah. You know, and it's, it's like, it's just, it's fun because like, you know, again, like I said, this is a great opportunity to kind of like see, you know, all the hard work pay off and against a big name and against a big mental fuck. Like, cause like you said, like you were just looking up to these dudes. I was just out there in Sacramento, you know what I'm saying? Trying to learn from TJ and all those guys and like trying to get around them. And it's just like, wait a minute, now we get to fight these guys. So it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's fun, man. I can't complain. I get to do what I love. And, uh, man, I definitely wouldn't change any, any, anything right now. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, loving it right now. I imagine. And, and that's awesome. Man. That's a great story. And, you know, it's cool because not only are so many people looking up to you now and you're that guy they're watching, but man, you got ranked UFC fighters now that are ranked in the UFC looking up to you and watching you and, and eyeing you and studying you. That's, that's incredible, yeah. man. That's incredible, man, to yeah. go from where you came from to like now you have like top level name fighters that are keeping their eye on you and possibly training for yeah. you depending on who you fight next. And that's awesome, man. I, lo yeah. I love this kind of stuff.
It's huge, man. It's huge. Like it was one thing, like like Mariah said, like damn, man, I knew it. You know, it's like when he said that, I was like, it was like a reassured, like oh yeah, like he just damn, I knew you were gonna be solid. And I'm like, you damn right, man. Let's go, man. <laughs> like hell yeah, like like it's it's fucking dream come true. It's like we put the head, you put the hard work in, put your head down, and just get the job done, no matter what it takes. You know, and just figure it out. And like I feel like that's I come, we come with that mentality, and um. Yeah, I guess I, I would love to just kind of keep passing that down. Like, no matter what it is, just it's going to suck. Just put your head down and get the job done. Like, yeah. you'll figure it out. Um, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm a good example of that. Because, again, like, I wasn't like I had a squeaky clean record coming up. It was like I've lost my first one. Like, I lost my, my second, you know, say second pro fight. I lost I lost three in the in the UFC. You know, I'm just kind of like, shit, like, People like you even had people like you sure you're ready for this? Like it's a big one. It's another you kind of choke every time you have the big the big fights. I'm like, oh thank you, man. Yeah, I, I think I'm ready, man. But it's like, yeah, and no, I was like, and even now, like I said, like oh we, we knew it, but like he wasn't saying that last year, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's kind of like like I'm I'm like proving to myself every time, every every fight, every camp. I'm like I'm just just slowly getting better and then like and like i'm seeing it and like i'm proving it to myself not for anybody else but i can see the improvements in the sparring i can see it, the improvements obviously in the cage and then like that's cool and all but then even like i said like before that like the improvements and just the, the mentality and then the habits and working with mental coaches or or just trying to like improve every little aspect of the game like, i can see it i can feel it so it's like like I feel like we're in the right path, and like before you know it, we just if we just keep doing that. So there will be a belt in Boston. Like I can't be the I can't wait to be the guy to represent that. Yeah, and I love that mentality, man. And you know you're absolutely right. You hit it on the head about you know you, you lose some, but you got to pick yourself up. And and a lot of people say it's how you pick yourself up, but it's so important. And, and I just want to throw this out there for the people because this is a weird situation that nobody would probably believe. And I don't talk about it very much, but uh, and not to bring it back to me, but uh, when I was coming in the UFC, when I got uh, on the Ultimate Fighter, actually before the Ultimate Fighter, my last fight before the Ultimate Fighter was for the WC Championship, and Dana White was front row. I fought Chris Lieben and I lost. So I lost yeah, in front yeah. of Dana, and I and I lost by TKO in front of Dana White. That was my last yeah. fight before Ultimate Fighter. Somehow I managed to get on the Ultimate Fighter off a loss. I go on the Ultimate Fighter and I lose against Stefan Bonner in the in the semifinals. So now now I've lost in front of Dana getting in the UFC. I get on the Ultimate Fighter and I've lost on the Ultimate Fighter. And then I got in the UFC and I went nine and one from that point on to, to title contention fight. So it's like, you never know, man. You, you know, after those two losses like that, a lot of people, that's when they give up. That's when they stop. You never know. I would have never known I was going to go nine and one, you know? You could have packed it up. You could have went back to the school. You could have got the job. Mm -hmm. You could have did a whole bunch of other things. And again, you did it at, at a high level and in front of your boss, like at the, especially at that time where it was like, that's all we, that's we were fighting for that. Would you, yeah. Yeah. So I can only imagine what you're going through. And it's kind of like, it's again, like I think, like as far as fighters, like we, like I don't listen to that. Like I don't hear that. I don't see that. It's like, I like, I almost like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I love mean, it. I'm man. still going to go back to the gym. I'm still going to get better. Like you just, you got to ignore that. You yep. literally got to ignore that. You got to like let that come right over your head and, and learn from that, you know, like and really try to learn from that. And I know it's corny and, and, and stupid to say, but if, but you really do learn from your losses. Absolutely. If you don't take advantage of that or, 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 like really really buy into that and like take a full advantage of what okay what could we have learned today like like you know like you you, you sh you're shooting yourself short because like yeah. you said man back-to-back -back losses and then racking off nine in a row like that doesn't happen on accident you know like, it just like there's a lot that goes into that a lot of dedication a lot of hard work and like, again a lot of just mental toughness knowing that like no nah, we're going to figure this out and yeah. You know, if you have that mentality, you can't lose. You, you can't you give won't up, lose man. if you have that mentality. Yeah, and I got to ask you real fast, and I'm going to take too much of your time, but I got to ask you about your boy, who is a two time uh, podcast guest, Calvin Cater. Love him. Um, how's he he's doing, man? man? How's his, man. And obviously, he's training partner. How's he doing, and how's he looking getting ready for Max Holloway? He's ready, man. He's excited. He's pumped. You know, um, my kid's nonstop working. He's, uh, you know, the weight's good. He sparred last night, looked sharp. It's just, it's now it's just hurry up and wait, man. I feel like we can't do much more right now. We just got to yeah. really get him to the fight, trying to stay low-key, obviously, make sure keeping everybody away from him, making sure everybody's sharp. 
staying away, you know, trying to like make sure we get their COVID free. Yeah. But yeah, nah, he just got to go out there and have fun. He's yeah. ready. He he knows it's a big opportunity. He knows it's a big tough fight. But you know, he also knows how hard he hits. You know, like and knowing that and and knowing how you know like you know the matchup and 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 seeing how how much damage you know um, Max does take on occasions. You know, he does get in there. He does get hit a lot. Yeah. Um. You know, that's just. I think it's just fueling Calvin because again, like you can't take Calvin's Gator's yeah. shots like yeah, that. he's got like, some strong punches. He, he got some, and is this accurate too? And they're long and they're snappy and they're quick. And you know, again, like you saw what he did with Ricardo Lamas, yeah. and then you see what Max and Ricardo Lamas did. And they literally stood in front of each other and just let go, you know. And like you can't do that with this dude. Like I've, I felt it. I'm telling you, man, you cannot <laughs> do it with that. Like, he, he on the regular, and there's no exaggerating, like puts guys down on the regular and yeah. to the point and it's like he doesn't even mean to it's just, right. it's just so accurate so long it's he's so sharp and you see it's literally just a jab cross and that those two alone it's like it's it's impressive it's really impressive like i'm glad i didn't fight that good like it's like it's impressive because like he <laughs> on the regular high level boxers mma guys like it doesn't matter like he puts guys down and, and he's and he's such a nice guy he doesn't mean to do it and he's like, he's like, he's like, go down there crying every single time he does. And so he's like, fuck, I didn't, I didn't yeah. do it. But it's just like, he, he's so accurate with it. So long. Like, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really intrigued and in seeing how, how, how this fight plays out. Cause I can see a first round knockout with just the first combination. On, and, and even on a high level guy like Matt, don't get to it. So I'm not saying like, this is not going to be a tough fight, but like, it can go just as quick as the Marlon Ryan's fight. It can go just like that, which is how hard he hits, how accurate he hits, like, to the point where it's like, it's, again, like, it, it inspires me to try to get that accurate that and have that much length and rotation on my shots. And he just has it naturally. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just it's, it's huge. I think he, him knowing that, him really knowing that, him not forcing it, and then that with the opportunity with a guy like Max, again, that's going to throw numbers, which, again, that's a lot of opportunities for Calvin to sneak one of those, one of those two one of those um, right hands in there, and and I, I can see it because again, like Max throws, he'll throw a four, five, six punch combination. Yep. He sure does. You know, and that's what yeah. Calvin's used to. You know, he's used to those type of guys. Yeah. Like Calvin grew up in the boxing gyms. He's used to those Counter type of guys that. that throw. You know, saying those, those 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 numbers that put that much pressure on there. I think what we want to do is kind of match the pressure at first and get off first before Max does, and then slip in something big in between his counters. So. We'll see. Then again, like I said, it's tough though because you know, ex champ, you know, yeah, Max Holloway. He's been Dan there, grew up in the UFC. You know, all his fights were pretty much in the UFC, so he got the experience. But like you see in the last couple of fights, man, he gets hit a lot too. We got the Dustin Poirier fight. Um, you know, they, they he went at it pretty good. Um, what was the last one? The the, the Buck and Askin. I kind of gave him that fight. I kind of yeah, gave him that fight. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? But. You know, you saw the late kicks. He gets touched up a little bit, but I think a combination of, of, of us changing levels, us touching the legs, us kind of like, you know, keeping him at range and, and, and everything he puts on, making really and, and capitalize on every mistake that Max does. And I think we can get this finish in and out in, in, in the second round. Um, Again, it's gonna be hard, but I believe in Calvin. I know he. I know he believes in himself, and I believe in his power. So, yeah, man, January 16th, man. I'm, I'm calling it, man. Second round knockout. So, so without giving anything away strategically, is that what you're saying? You you think it's gonna happen in this fight? If you had to break it down? Yeah, I think we're gonna touch him up a little bit everywhere. You're gonna see a little more creativity from Calvin, and I think second round we're gonna we're gonna put him away. Awesome, man. And then lastly, uh, got to ask you about the uh, Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. What are we going to see this time, in your opinion? Oh, man, that's, that's going to be fun. You know, I, um, I I do like that it's at 55. I do believe um, Dustin was cutting a lot of weight. Um, he's a big boy. Um, his boxing and everything is always getting better. McGregor, on the other hand, is, you know, he's looking, he looks sharp in the Cerrone fight. Um, from what it seems like, he's, you know, he's, putting a lot of work and he's always training so it's gonna be interesting but i think i'm, I'm gonna go with a party on this one i'm gonna go with the with the, with the underdog and see how, how he comes back and does his thing man 
Gotcha. All right, man. Well, listen, Rob, thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the show, man. It's been an honor to talk to you. I see great things in your future. I was super, super impressed with the Mariah's fight. I know you're headed straight for the top, and I'd be honored for you to come back on the show when you get a fight book just to give us a quick update. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how the fight camp's going. Let us know how you feel. I'd love to. I'd love to have you back on, brother. Hell yeah. Um, So once we get the fight, man, call me up. Let's do it. I'll, I'll call you right back. And then we'll get it going. And when you're ready for some of that, some more of that Muay Thai action, dude, you want to come to Thailand? I got you, bro. I got you up here. I, I gotta come out seriously. How, actually, how is it out there right now? What's the deal with the with the? I mean, it's like lockdown, bro. You have to go through a two-week quarantine to come in the country. So you got to go stay at a hotel for two weeks. And then after two weeks, you can pretty much roam free because they test you, obviously, throughout the two weeks. Um, I think the next step is going to be vaccinated people because everybody's getting vaccinated now uh, all across the world. So I think the next step is going to be if you're vaccinated, you can come in. If you're not vaccinated, you got to quarantine. So it's just been kind of really, really slow for nine, ten months, Whoa. man. So it's I'm, I'm ready for customers to come back to the gym and fighters and get yeah, this thing man. going. Like I'm, I need to get out there ASAP. So I'm definitely gonna hold you to it. Once we figure this whole fucking COVID thing out, I gotta get out there, man. 100%. Well, congratulations, man. Ride your high. Enjoy your time because I tell you what, it's all fun and games until you get that next name. And then once you get that next name, yeah. it's like it's like that stress is back, back and you're back in the camp. Yeah. So enjoy yourself, yeah. brother. And thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right. There you go. Rob Font, number six ranked Bantamweight Rob Font. Uh, what a great podcast. I love talking to guys like this and I love seeing guys so humble that just, uh, you know, they get their big breaks and, and they take them and they, and they just, they excel. I mean, what, a, what an absolutely perfectly fought fight against a very, very tough Marias. Um, you know, like, like we talked about, you know, it's a big win. He jumped the rankings. Yeah, he's at the top, but now it's going to just be a dogfight after a dogfight. He's going to fight the best of the best, but you know what? That's what you get in it for. That, that's why you fight in the UFC is to fight for the fight for the championship, fight the best. Um, so hats off to him for that. He seems to be focused and ready and, and hungry, and uh, you know he's already going back in the gym helping Calvin Cater, which I also want to wish the best of luck to in his upcoming fight against Max Holloway. Um, we might have something here with our, our podcast. Uh, all these guys uh, winning their fights. Hopefully... Uh, Rob Fon will come back in when he, when he gets his next fight booked, and we'll get an update from him as well. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you took a lot from it. Uh, I think we got a lot of great information from Rob. He was, uh, he was very open, and I'm, I'm honored to have him on and, and, and honored for him to give us as much time as he did to, to talk to us and share all that information. Um, so anyway, if you're on YouTube, please leave a comment, subscribe, hit the bell. If you're on the audio platforms, go to YouTube. We post them nine hours early on YouTube. Then we do the audio platform so you can actually see the podcast early. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. But either way it goes, we love you all. We appreciate the support and we'll see you next time.